You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hey everybody, welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath Podcast and Radio Show. It's Thursday, October 28th, and uh, we're going to be reading a chapter of the Bible, actually 2 Timothy chapter 3, so if you want to grab your Bible and open up there, it'd be great. We are... um, You know, just a program that takes a chapter of the Bible, we read it, spend some time in it in our own personal lives, and just study it, ask God to speak to us through it. We don't prepare a message or we don't have a script for what we're going to share this morning. We just maybe got some notes in the margin of our Bible or some thoughts that that we have while we read the chapter, and we're trusting God to speak uh, to us and through us on this time we spend together. My co-host today is Whitney. Hello. What's your last name? Branham? Yes, that's You got married, right? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. got married. Yeah. <laughs> Whitney and Elaine. Yeah, they're, they're one of the treasures of our of oh, our great. of our community and church here. So, yeah, Whitney is a uh, pastor in the youth at Vieira. Yes, sir. Yeah, what an honor. That's How do you awesome. like that? Oh, I love it. That's I cool. love it. That's yeah. cool. That's that's fairly why well, I asked her. That's fairly new for her, and, and she's on the spot on the radio. What she's gonna say, man? It's really hard. I yeah. <laughs> I feel like quitting. Probably not be the time to say that. So I apologize for putting you on the spot. Uh, no, but I knew I, I knew I, I knew how you'd respond. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, this has been a a dream forever. You know, I I really found my uh, home and family and found Jesus here at East Coast, and a big part of that was through the youth. And so naturally, I'm very passionate about it, and it's just an incredible. Um, honor and opportunity to get to go ahead and give back like in that same way. So I love it. Very cool. And we're glad you're doing that. So tell the folks how they get involved in Morning Breath. Absolutely. We would love for you guys to connect with us. And, you know, we read the night before, morning of, and you could join us in that. We would love to get you kind of our schedule of the chapters we're doing. Um, You can check that out on the East Coast app or eccc.us. We also have everything else you would ever want from East Coast in there. We've got info, events, past sermons, um, but you can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or call our church office at 321-452-1060, or we'll mail you. Like, we will connect with you however we can. Yeah, we'll do it because we want you involved. And, you know, I use it. I put it on my refrigerator and, you know, have it in my Bible, wherever it happens to be, the list of of the chapters. Sometimes I'm out of town and not connected as much with daily where we're at. So I'll go look on there and figure out where in the world we're at and catch up. So that happens to me too. And don't worry about it. If that's, you have to catch up sometime, that's okay. Glad to have you do it. We have a couple of announcements we want to share with you. First of all, it's Family Fun Night. This Woo-hoo. has been a long time event we've done at East Coast Christian Center. It's going to be Friday night, October 29th. Tomorrow night, actually, as a matter of fact, from 6.30 to 8.30. And what we're going to do there is have a great atmosphere for you, your family, and for kids to dress up in non-grotesque costumes because be little kids there. We don't want to scare anybody. And then dress up in costume. They can come, play lots of games, carnival-type games, concessions. And the kids will be given tons of candy. It's totally yes. free. <laughs> it's just a way for your kids to have fun during this season. When it's, uh, you know, safe, it'll be a safe environment for your kids to, to do that dress-up thing and, and, you know, get in costume. And then we got another one of those 
You want to share that? Yeah. Are you share, familiar with that one? Yes. On the weekend of October 30th and 31st, we are having our normal weekend services. You can find those service locations and times on our app and on our website. Um, and we just really want it to be another fun, safe time for you kids. So we are inviting you to come out, um, have your kids dress up again uh, for our morning services. Um, we have locations across Brevard County in all different times, and they are just going to have a blast. We're calling it Candy Palooza because we are just going to load them up with candy. It's going to be a great morning for your kids. So come out and join us. Yeah, it'll be fun. Even the teachers in the children's ministries will all be dressed up in character as well. Yes. So, so that'll make it fun as well. Well, we're going to get into the scripture. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm doing well. I haven't said anything to you for a while. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah. Wh- why are you on Facebook again over there? I'm just I'm... kidding. He's not. He's not. I'm just, oh he's, he's setting the timers and stuff like that. I get it. Anyway, good to have you running the show, Nick. Yeah. So stay, stay on top of things over there. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Keep the the dirty side down, as they say in four wheeling. Is that you know? The, get it? <laughs> Your truck, the bottom of it's dirty because you're four wheeling. Keep gotcha. the dirty side down. I wouldn't know. I don't, don't have flip, a truck. Don't flip your truck. Right. Sure. Yeah. I could. I could get behind that. Yeah. yeah. If I had one. Well, you got like a a, a, a street racer, race race rocket. Yeah. Or another, don't you? Yeah. yeah. It's it's caused me a lot of money though. So oh, yeah. I love get, those. Getting things. rid of it. I love those things. You know what boat stands for, right? Yes, I've heard. I I've heard of it, but I don't remember. Break the out another thousand if yeah. you own a boat, and then if you own a horse, horses you put money in their mouth and work comes out their bottom mm. yeah that's mm. there's all sorts of th- everything in life costs you something yep. sure, sure. oh yeah we're getting a horse that'll be great no anyway moving right along if you got horses <laughs> i love you but you can have them all yes. um yeah we're gonna read chapter three of second timothy and uh short chapter 17 verses i'm gonna read the first nine there's a nice little break okay. there and then let you take it from there, Whitney. I'm going to read Great. New, New King James. What are you reading? New Living. New Living. So get me started. <clears throat> All right. I say to you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, Brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, excuse me, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins led away by various lusts always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janes and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, but the Lord rescued me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil people and imposters will flourish. 
They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Amen. Amen. This is, uh, most people know this uh, around here, but all scripture is given by inspiration of God, is how mine reads. The ESV reads, and all scripture is God breathed. Mm -hmm. And so we know how God put life into man. He breathed into him the breath of life. Yes. We know that Jesus and the word are one. God's breath, his word, was manifest in, in the form of Jesus. Um, morning breath actually means God wants to breathe on you, his word, in the morning. Yes. And that's a verse of the, the title of the program. The, the name it. morning breath actually came from a 14-year-old girl. Really? Yeah, it was in uh, years ago. It was in uh, Pastor Eric's office. And one of the young people who is now a, uh, you know, a wonderful young woman um, we were talking about a name for morning breath and uh, didn't have, have the name exactly for it. And she said, well, it's called morning breath. And it just clicked and it was the Lord. And so That's awesome. um, that was a fun, fun time where one of the youth named, named a radio program that has survived for the last 25 years. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And I love that piece of scripture um, just for I don't know, clarity for people sometimes that all scripture is inspired <laughs> by God. Um, you know, it's it's easy for us to take, you know, a piece here or a piece mm. there. But I, I'm a very all or nothing person, um, which is not always good. But for <laughs> this, I would say so. I mean, it's really, guys, if you... Um, I would say my faith uh, really started um, growing and changing when I decided to just be all in for Jesus. And mm. I'm not saying I understand everything because I certainly don't. There's scriptures that are confusing and there's things that I just don't even know yet and that I'm going to continue to learn and grow um, as I continue on. But I know that if the word of God says it, I believe it um, because that's what I believe, period. And so I've seen God be faithful um, to his word throughout scripture. And if there's things that I don't understand, you know what? That's okay. Like I'm not God. Yeah. I'm not going to understand good. everything even before I die, but I know that I believe it and that God is good and that God is faithful. Uh, that's good. You know, you said something all in. Um, when I, when I was kind of wrestling with the whole God thing as a, as a 26 year old guy and, uh, trying to figure out how to not be addicted to all the things I was addicted to and trying to stop and unable to and struggling with it. Um, I kept like going to God and saying, well, help me with this little part over here. Help me with that little part over here. Mm. But I wasn't really willing to give him my whole life. Right. The day that I went all in, I got completely delivered from everything. Yeah. I woke on. up the next morning completely free. Wow. Um, there's something about being all in where, you know, God's not like, you know, the judge where you can negotiate a lighter sentence or, sure. you know, he, he really doesn't negotiate. But the great part, I mean, when I thought about it that way, I thought he's a mean old man. He doesn't want to negotiate. He wants it all. But he wanted it all so he could give me his all. Yep. 
because he loved me. Yes. And he knew that if I just dallied around the edges and only used God where I needed it and did what I wanted the rest of the time, he knew that was not good for me. Right. And he loved me too much to do that. And so I like that all in thought. And, you know, one of the names for churches back in the day was full gospel churches. Hmm. In other words, they didn't take out parts of the Bible that they didn't like. And uh, no church would say they do that. But, and it, it was a little arrogant to say, we're full gospel. You guys are <laughs> half gospel or something. I don't know what that was all about. But, but we do need to be f- from the spirit and attitude, just what you said, all the word of God is his coming straight from the mouth of God. Yep. He inspired it and he wrote it. And when you do read the book, I, I know that somebody says, well, I found this little part here and I, that doesn't, you know, how could that be? And blah, blah, blah. And like Whitney, I'm, you know, I'm 40 years into this thing now. I don't know some of the answers to that, but I know it's true. Yep. And someday I'll see it. Yep. And I have found things that I didn't understand for 20 years of my Christian life, finally understand after 20 years. Wow. And it's just like, oh, Mm. wow, you really are wise, God. Yeah. And, you know, it's so I've learned to trust that what I don't understand is just because I don't understand it. Doesn't mean it's not true or inspired by God. Yeah. The other thing I'd say about that is all of Scripture is inspired by God, but there are things in Scripture that let's say like when it's quoting what a pharisee is saying sure that's not something for us to do what the pharisee said well right here it says right here the pharisee said you know cast out the scoffer right. you know, or whatever it is yeah well wait a minute context is it yeah context <laughs> is important so there are some things written in the word that are absolutely true they happen they were said but don't actually apply to your life in that moment. But those are very small areas of Scripture right. uh, in comparison to all the, all the wonderful things in Scripture that, that are here. You know, one of the things I've got to say right now, it says, you know this, uh, f- verse 1, in the last days. Why don't you read verse 1 from the, from the New Living? I'd like to hear it. Sure. <clears throat> you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. <laughs> okay. Mine says perilous times. That actually means the, 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 maybe the clearest translation you could put is times of stress. Wow. And you think about the last two years, and I could think about the last 20 years, it has been a pretty incredibly stressful time. Yep. I'm seeing people stressed out. There's more addiction. There's more uh, uh, suicide. There's more crime. There's more, I mean, you take the list of all the rotten bad things that are going on in the world today, there's more of that going on today than almost any other time. Another uh, word is that uh, perilous times is dangerous, Mm. furious times. And it just seems like, man, people are not getting along. Used to be able to uh, sit down with a a Republican, could sit down with a Democrat and they could discuss their politics and get up, shake hands, and then go back to work after eating their lunch together. Now, There's just so much anger and violence Mm -hmm. uh, between political sides, so much anger and violence between racial sides, so much anger and violence between even class sides, the poor and the rich and the the haves and the have-nots. And 
And it just, to me, just amplifies the kind of, uh, kind of times we're in. Some of the other meanings of uh, perilous times, lower times, strength-reducing times, difficult times, and then dangerous and furious times, times of stress. It's a pretty, pretty amazing world we live in today and, and what that's going on. And we are certainly in the last days according to this uh, scripture right here and what we're seeing around us in the world today. And mm-hmm. by the way, the last day started on the day of Pentecost for those of people out there that aren't sure of that. And if you don't like that answer, look it up, do a little study on it, see what you come <laughs> up with. But we are in the last days. We're not in the last of the last days, but we are in the last days. Sure. Yeah. On that scripture and um, verses uh, 12 and 13, I'll just read those real fast. Yes. And everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, <laughs> Yay! But, but evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. It's mm-hmm. um, very easy, like for me, just reading this chapter real fast to get maybe like a little upset about like verses one and 12 <laughs> and 13. Um, I was thinking yeah. about you know, recently I um, have started leading our um, Vieira TNT, which is our, our youth that's middle and high school. And a lot of, you know, just really great encouragement I got as I'm taking on this role is like, you know, life is going to be really hard. This is going to be really difficult. And I got, I got to this point that I was really like ready. I was like, God, the next person that says to me, you know, life isn't supposed to be easy. I'm going to punch them in the teeth. And then the next place I read it, the word of God. I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry, Lord. Um, but I, gonna I, punch him in the teeth. I, I was just I'm glad laughing. it wasn't me who said that yeah. to you. <laughs> the la- I'm going to be the last person right before she read the word and I got punched. Oh, my gosh. But the... Um, this whole book is just a letter from Paul to Timothy. And I was thinking about, you know, my leaders, my pastors to me and this encouragement. And it doesn't seem like an encouragement. It seems like something that you should get upset about, but it really is um, an encouragement. And it's something to to keep in mind that, you know, the Bible uses a lot of um, examples of, you know, harvesting and gardening and that kind of thing. Yes. And you, you think about um, sowing and reaping. You know, we, we don't like the sowing as much. We want to think about the reaping. We want to think about harvest time. But something that no one talks about is you still got to do work at harvest time. Like, yes, the, the crop yeah. comes, but like what it, you still have to get it. You still have to harvest it. <laughs> and so, um, yes, life is hard. But you know what? Um, what am I like just people I looked up to, um, Christine Kane, she's pretty famous for saying that she doesn't want to get to heaven well rested. And I, I absolutely love that. And mm. I feel the same. It, it's like, we're going to enter this eternal rest and God gives us rest. He is our rest here. Yes. However, I am not, um, going to just sit here and be comfortable and have this easy life. I don't want that. I want to make a difference while I have the chance, um, because that's just it. This is our chance. This is our race. This is our life and it will come to an end. Um, and so I want to take the opportunity that I have to make as much of a difference as I can. So Absolutely. You know, when you look at this portion of scripture, it is good to know that, you know, there used to be a movie out there called I Haven't Promised You a Rose Garden. It was about this hippie that joined the Marines. Hmm. And uh, whether he was, I I think he was drafted, so instead of being drafted, he joined the Marines. Or it's back in the you know 70s, uh, hippie you know movement and all that in Vietnam, and 
and all those things that were going on. And they, they really gave this kid a hard time because of who he was, hmm. because he was a hippie. The country boys from Alabama kicked him around. But the amazing part is he was super strong on the inside. Wow. And when they'd punish him, he'd take the punishment and he'd be able to live through it, do through it. And he actually thrived. Hmm. He actually got better than most everybody else in his, you know, platoon or division or whatever number, you know, 300 guys that were there. And he always responded quietly with an inner strength. And, hmm. uh, and I, the, the movie's probably super corny. Don't get me wrong, because I saw it like <laughs> 1971, let's say. Uh, and it'd be corny in, in comparison with today's movies. But the message isn't. The message, I always thought, even when I watched it, I thought that inner strength is so important to overcome all the stuff. And the truth is, you think about Paul, who's writing this letter to Timothy, who as you know basically is imprisoned right now yep. for his faith but he said the word of god is not imprisoned he's he's and i don't even think i really wonder if paul had any idea how powerful these letters he was writing right to a friend yeah. would become if he had any idea that Thousands of years later, you, uh, me and Whitney would be reading from these verses and seeing how important it is to have Christ on the inside making you stronger and stronger every day yep. because uh, there is persecution, there is pressure. But here's the promise that I think is so important when we think about this is verse 11. Can you read it from the New Living? Sure. Let me find it real fast. Okay. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, but the Lord rescued me from all of it. All of it. I love that phrase. You know, a lot of people say, well, Paul had a thorn in his flesh. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Hold on. God rescued him from all of it. Yep. Everything that Paul faced, and mine, the New King James says, and out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Wow. And that's the thing you can, that you got to put your faith and heart in. Yep. That, yeah, you, it may be hard. There may be issues. You know, there's a verse in the Bible for men that says, I think for men, uh, it's probably for everybody. Of course, it's for everybody. <laughs> but I always took it like, this is a manly verse. He who faints in the day of adversity, his strength is small. Hmm. And that's like, well, I don't want to be that guy. Right. I don't want to be the guy that gives up when it gets hard. Yep. I want to be the person that has strength in the day of adversity. But the Bible tells it like it is. And I just love that inner strength that comes from Christ. And uh, you got it. Nick's got it. You people out there listening has got it. Even if you don't feel like you got it, you got it. That's right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey everybody, you know, if you kind of look at this chapter and say, what what's the main point that Paul is trying to get away from, get, get to Timothy in this? He starts out by saying all these things that are wrong and about people have a form of godliness to divide, but deny the power, turn away from these folks. And so the first thing I think he's trying to get across to these guys is turn away from the faults. Hmm. He, he uses Jan, Janis and Jambres. They were the ones who imitated Moses. They were the, the Pharaoh's uh, sorcerers. And Moses would do a plague and then they'd copy it. until they got to the plague of lice and then they couldn't do it anymore. And that's what Satan is as an imitator. 
Turn away from the imitation and the faults is the first thing Paul's trying to tell Timothy here. Number two, he starts talking about, but you have carefully followed my manner of life and doctrine, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, and perseverance. So turn away from those who are false. Follow those who are true. That's why you should get in a local church and get involved with others that are walking the way you know you need to walk. And then finally, he sums this all up with the encouragement about get into the scriptures, keep learning them. This is the word of God. So one, turn away from what's false. Two, follow those who are true. And then three, continue in the truth, in God's truth. And so it's a simple exhortation to a good kid that needs some help from a dad guy. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Whitney. Bye. Bye, Nick. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breast Podcast.